Hi, welcome back to Adventures in Awakening. This is your host, Amber. I am so excited about this episode as we discuss the beginning of the astrological new year, the Aries season. It's a really good episode, so make sure you tune in all the way. Um, Aries season and the beginning of the new year is one of my favorite times because it marks the beginning of spring. Coming off the never-ending winter we had in Ohio, it's exciting. You know, the sun's out, the days are longer. Uh, to me, it marks new beginnings. And so I wanted to just share just the meaning of it with you and kind of start to dig a little deeper into astrology and some of the signs for those who are wondering. Tara does an awesome job at looking um, at each sign a little differently. And I think that's the beauty of astrology. It's such an intuitive practice. And each astrologer has their own spin on what they're going to offer. Um, for me, I'm recording this sitting by the ocean right now. I don't know if you can hear the waves crashing. And so it's an exciting time. Spring break, vacation. To me, the ocean is just so healing, so calm, so peaceful. Um, so yeah, definitely take a listen to this episode. I hope to record with her uh, again in the future and we'll dig a little deeper into the signs down the road. So tune in to hear about Aries season, why it's so important, significant, how it correlates with spring equinox and truly the beginning of the astrological um, new year. For a private reading with myself, whether it be an oracle card reading, an intuitive session, yoga, Reiki, or anything like that, visit my website, adventuresandawakening.com. You can check me out on Instagram at the Amber Netherton. Please, please, please be sure to um, like the podcast, share any episodes that you enjoy with friends and family. And again, if you have an awakening story that you would like to share, go ahead and reach out. I'm not the best at email. I'm working on getting better at that and um, DMing on Instagram is going to be way faster. So tune into this episode. I hope you enjoy. Thanks so much for listening. Um, And when you awaken you, you remember you. Sending you all so much love. Namaste. Welcome back to Adventures in Awakening. This is your host, Amber, and I am on today with the lovely Tara from The Grove Astrology. Is it The Grove Astrology? Yeah, it's a part of The Grove Apotheca, but yeah, The Grove Astrology. The Grove Astrology. And so, Tara, you read natal charts. Yes. And um, can you tell me just a little bit about yourself, how you've kind of one, like part of your awakening story, what led you to astrology? What led you to um, start reading natal charts? Um, I've always kind of dabbled. I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, we all do. We're all in, most people will know their sun signs. Um, mm-hmm. So we've always been curious with it. Um, for the longest time, I my former career, I was a tattoo artist. And I owned my own shop for um, six years. And one day when we were around the shop, we heard about, you know, your birth chart and there was this app you could download and find out about, um, you know, where all of your, uh, planets were placed and your sun, moon rising and all of this. And like me and everyone that worked at the shop, we became completely enthralled by it. Like once you find out like the sun, moon rising, it was like, I wanted to find out everybody's Mm -hmm. and, um, 
then like to the point where we actually started uh when we would hire new people we actually put that on their job application and they had to tell us you know their a birth date time and location and we had to explain why because you know that's not like a typical you know like a question on a resume like a a job application they would be like um they would always look at us like why do you need to know this we're like strictly astrological purposes we just want (laughs) to know if we're all compatible so we would start running people's charts and um see how they would fit with the rest of us and then um as i got to working with ashley more with the grove apotheca we started offering um zodiac bracelets and when we were working shows uh, I was always on that side of the table, like talking to people about their signs, trying to guess their signs, um, kind of doing many readings before I was even really an astrologer. Mm-hmm. And then um, that led to uh, 2021, I uh, decided, you know what, uh, I'm ready to fully dive in and uh, start to learn actually how to read natal charts and do readings and so I started uh, a very intensive course uh, uh, from Benabel Wen. Um, she she offers an amazing astrology course, uh, and I took that and then started gathering every book I could find, and just really I haven't stopped since. So uh, I do offer you know readings now, and uh, I absolutely love it. I love everything about astrology, and I'm ever the student with it. Still, I there's just you don't stop learning with it, and that's what I love about it. Of course, yeah, I'm a Gemini. That's why I'm a Gemini moon and rising. So I can't get enough. I, I want to learn it all. <laughs> so you're a Gemini moon and Gemini rising? Yes, with a Capricorn sun. So ambition cool. and just really want to learn all that I can. Like jack of all trades. So I, I am in astrology training right now. I'm almost done and I'm learning from a Gemini. Oh, Astro- okay. Yeah. Who lives like a completely out of state, different state. But um, I love that. That's little synchronicity right there um so do you feel like you know, like dig a little deeper and discover yourself like learn more about yourself or the why's behind this is how you are this is you know why I feel this way kind of situation oh, totally totally yeah like you know always growing up I mean every time anytime you'd like see a book on you know zodiacs or astrology in the store you always grab it and you'd always read your your uh uh you know your sun sign because that's all we knew and Mm -hmm. like I was always drawn to that or in the newspaper and magazines like always reading you know my zodiac stuff but and I felt like it was close uh I I am a total Capricorn um but I always felt like some stuff didn't always you know hit the nail on the head until we looked at like I said we got that app and we downloaded our charts and it was telling us all of our planetary placements and it was going it was just blowing my mind because it was just like, wait, this, did they actually like follow me around and write this about me? Like, I don't know how they're able to be so like dead on. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it really just opened so much. Um, And that's what I, seriously, that's what I love about it. Like you're finding like a natal chart. I always tell people is like the map to you. It's the map that like, of the placement of all the planets and everything when you were born and it's just so cool to finally have those keys to unlock all of those pieces and just see how you can utilize those in your life Mm -hmm. um it it's 
it's just crazy. It blows my mind constantly. Yes. And I feel like the more I learn about it, like I'll think I'm like, okay, I have this, I know my chart and then I'll do a different variation of it Mm -hmm. or look at a different aspect. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like it's never ending. It's not like you just have one reading. There's so much, I feel like you can take away from it. Oh, totally. And it, the thing, the beauty of astrology too, is a lot of it is still interpretation of who you're getting your readings from. Mm -hmm. Um, like we all have our own intuitive selves that we bring into these readings. And like, even, even with the books that I collect, like I'm, I'm always like grabbing books, you know, as much as I can in astrology and, you know, what somebody says about one thing and then you read what another person says about the same thing, you're getting two different interpretations, but they mean they, they just unlock more. And it just, it's so, it's so cool. I actually did a reading not too long ago and someone said, you know, that they, they actually get readings by a bunch of astrologers because they want to hear our interpretations because each time they learn something new, something that they didn't hear before. And I was like, that's perfect. Like that is a great way to say that because you really do. Every time I read one of these books, I find something else or somebody explains something in a new light. And it's like, oh, wow, wait, that makes completely sense, you know, complete sense now. And yes, yeah, it's, it's, and it's very intuitive because I think, you know, some people will look at certain aspects of the chart. Other astrologers will look at different aspects and it's kind of like also depending on where that person is. And the moment, if you're having a conversation with someone, you can intuitively kind of pick up on what's going on and what they're need, you know? Oh, yes. I mean, even when I do my readings, I love, I love when I do the ones through zoom and I could see people's faces. Like you see, you see it either click or you see like the, their eyes like light up and you're just going, yep, they get it there. You know, you know, you hit it at that point. And it's, it's, it's just the coolest thing. Yes. So you um, offer readings via zoom as well as, are you able to just like order a reading and have it sent or are they all, or is there any readings in person? Um, Yeah. As of right now um, I'm doing them through zoom and then, or you can get a PDF. Um, well, if you get the Zoom, you still get the PDF. I still send them because, you know, we don't, every reading I've ever had from somebody, I always have to like record it or take notes because I don't remember everything like when you walk away. So I right. like to give people a PDF of like the main gist of their um, reading so that they can refer back to it. Um, but uh, we are going to be working some shows later in the year. So I'll probably be doing stuff there as far as just like just talking to people, not so much doing readings, but I like. I like talking to, you know, people when they come over and they look at the Zodiac stuff and I start telling them about their signs and my biggest, my, I love trying to guess people's signs. I started yes. doing that even before I was an astrologer when we worked shows. Um, I, I would try to guess people's signs and now like, cause we haven't worked a show since the pandemic started that I, uh, would I can't wait to get back out there and work shows and then not with the knowledge that I have now and see how accurate I am now like versus then yeah and that's interesting I I am like the type of person who've always asked people usually like Mm -hmm. or sometimes you can like I can pick up on it but I think like um a lot of people think I'm more like Taurus or earthy Mm. I think because I come across that way but once you get to talking to me 
I'm mm-hmm. not. <laughs> and I really don't have a lot of earth in my chart. Like I'm total um, water and air. Um, but um, it's funny to like also be able to hear how someone speaks or like get to know them a little and you totally can tell what their sign is. Oh, yeah. I, I've gotten to the point now where um, if Ashley, Duffine and I are watching uh, a show or a movie, I'm trying to guess the characters, Zodiac signs. Like, <laughs> that's great. If we're done watching something, I'll be like, oh my gosh, that person was totally, you know, a Scorpio or they're totally a Pisces or, you know, and she'll always ask me, well, why? And I'll explain and she'll be like, yeah, that, that sounds, that sounds pretty accurate. So we even like, uh, we'll we'll try to quiz each other sometimes uh, we'll take like one of our favorite shows and be like okay you write down what you think these people are and then I'll write down what I think they are and we'll see uh if we got similar answers like it's just a fun game we like to play now yes I love that I love that um and she's cancer right she's a cancer sun yes cancer yeah, sun cancer Aries, sun. moon and a Virgo rising um yeah, I thought so. I remember from way back when. I know I've had Ashley on a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I, we wanted to talk about today, like the importance of the astrological new year. We just um, a few days ago uh, had spring equinox, which mm-hmm. was the beginning of the new year and uh, entering Aries season. Would you mm-hmm. like to share with the audience like the importance of that? I mean, some people don't, I think, realize the significance of where we are right now and why it's important. Oh yeah. Um, so like Aries, Aries is the start of the series of, uh, in the, in the Zodiacs. So um, all of the cardinal signs uh, represent actually like our seasons. So Aries is uh, the spring equinox, and then you have cancer who um, is our summer solstice. And then you have uh, Libra who is the, uh, fall equinox and then you have Capricorn which is winter or, or sorry, yeah w- the winter solstice mm-hmm. so all of our cardinal signs represent the seasons that's actually how way you know back in the day that's actually how they used to track the seasons as to like the planetary placements and knowing how close that they were getting to the next uh, seasonal change so with Aries we're bringing in the spring Air- which is perfect because Aries is known as the, st- the start they are the seed. They are the ones that are the take charge, uh, new ideas, creativity. Like they are so attracted to newness that it's to the point of like, uh, they'll start something. They won't, a lot of times won't finish it because then they're off to start the next thing. Like they mm-hmm. just love new. They love like planting those seeds. They're not going to stick around to watch them grow but they're going to plant the seeds and then they're going to keep moving on to the next thing. So for spring, that's us coming out of, you know, the lull of winter, uh, the hibernation and, you know, anytime the winter or the weather breaks, you can even see it in people. Like they can't wait to get outside. They can't wait to get out and start doing things. So we all really embrace that Aries energy when we enter into spring, because we just, we can't wait to like get out and do stuff. And Uh what's really cool is we're coming off of this. um, We had a very powerful full moon last Friday, um, which was at Virgo. Like, I don't know about you, but it hit us really hard, really Uh hard. Like it was a, it was a big, like, uh, because full moons are always about like reflection and release. And with Virgos, 
they are all about like planning, analyzing. So it was a lot of like, let's go through our stuff. Let's rut out like what doesn't suit us anymore or stuff that's been sitting around forever that we just haven't got to. Let's, let's get to it. Let's get it done because we're getting ready for this shift into spring. We want to get all of that stuff done so that we can then move on to the new. And it, it this since Friday, like even before Friday, I, I would say we all started feeling it like Wednesday, even um, mm-hmm. moving into this weekend, like, and then into, cause the spring equinox was two days ago also falls right, you know, right when we went into Aries season. So that was a big shift this, from last weekend to this week. So, I mean, I know I feel it. I, I can't wait to get back outside and I have projects that I'm starting and just getting things moving. Like, I feel like I just want to get up and get moving again. And that's that fire uh, Aries energy, that cardinal energy. It gets us up and into action because it's also ruled by Mars too, which is planet of action. So there's a lot of like having that as your astrological new year is like a get up and get, get out there and get stuff done. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's big energy. Spring is, spring is very big energy. Would you also say like, I noticed I'm also a yoga teacher. So I noticed the past few days, even, even like this weekend, people in my yoga classes were just like, like, oh yeah, they still like, they're ready to like get up and move and. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I bet. The, the inner fire like was really intense and I could feel like I'm super sensitive to the energy. So I could feel it too. Like just this, like a lot more energy than normal, like this internal mm-hmm. flame almost. Oh, totally. And, and like you said, you're, you're a double cancer, you're cancer sun, cancer moon. So you're like any water sign is an empathic sign. Like, I don't know if you are an empath, but you actually, you're going to be affected by everybody's moods around you. Mm-hmm. And especially moon energy, like cancers are ruled by the moon. So no matter what phase it's in, like you're going to be feeling that energy, you know, almost tenfold. So this weekend, you know, like I said, Friday with that full moon and then, yeah, feeling the energy from everybody in your class. Cause there are, you know, we're heading into that, we were heading into that spring equinox. So I'm sure you probably felt all of that just rising energy. You probably mm-hmm. just felt surrounded by it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And I'm super empathic, like so much. Yes. Yes. Um, to the point where it's like, you know, I know I, sometimes it's not mine and I don't know who's mm-hmm. it is and I need to just like, let it go. Um, oh, that like, is even key. the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. That's key for any water sign. You guys have to learn pretty quickly how to distinguish between what, what's mine and what's someone else's. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a tough lesson sometimes. Totally, totally. <laughs> so do you, can you tell us why it's important to like, maybe even set intentions with this um, astrological new year? Like, I think it's more important that spring equinox and kicking off Aries season than say January 1st or um, of the year. Like, I feel like there is the energy behind like the planetary alignment is there to support us with creating um, mm-hmm. and planting seeds. And then also with Virgo kind of coming in to help us release. And it's like a supportive energy to push us forward. Mm-hmm. Would you, do you feel like that's the same? I it, It's the same, but it's almost, it's on a different level. Like, cause there was a lot of shifts in the beginning of the year we had uh, with, with Capricorn and, and, uh, the placement I believe it was in Pluto where there yeah. there was a lot of like 
forward movement energy going into this new like just 2022 in general um but it was also like because we always we always I think just society puts that you know well it's the clock rolls to midnight and it's a new year new you type deal um, right. which is fine we all do feel that energy but I feel like it's the spring awakening um because a lot of people probably don't even notice because we don't put a as far as like they don't sit there going oh well it's because of spring equinox that I feel this way it doesn't have the same connotation as though like you know happy new year new me new you know new year yeah. you know all that because not as many people I think are talking about it but it, we all still feel it but we just don't like talk about it as much if that makes sense mm-hmm. um I think that's maybe the difference but it doesn't mean that we're not going to get out there and just start doing new things um just you know coming out of our hibernation especially well for us on the western hemisphere coming out of winter um you know the sun's back out for unless you're in ohio the sun's back out right. <laughs> and you know you want to you want to get outside and you want to do things and everybody's like kind of getting shaking off the funk of yeah. of winter so i think it's it's just this winter shedding almost and you feel lighter you feel you start to get the you know outside more and get vitamin d and it raises your energy levels and you just feel like okay i can start tackling these things that i've been putting off or uh you know it's just it's a different energy than the new year um and i think that's just simply because there isn't as much uh focus on everyone talking about oh it's the equinox i'm gonna have this resolution you know like you don't ever hear people be like well what's your equinox you know resolution for this year and you're going wait what (laughs) my what (laughs) yeah unless you're in my yoga classes then i'm like set your intentions Oh, that's perfect though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For for most people who aren't around that energy, they probably are just like, they don't know that they're feeling it, but they just feel that uptick. You know, the sun is just coming out and energizing us all. Yes. And then can we go through um, all of the signs just to give everyone like a basic breakdown? Would you mind doing that? Like following Aries. Aries just began like what, a few days ago, two or three days ago. I don't even know. Today's Tuesday. Um, Two days ago, yeah. Go. So, um, after Aries season, like obviously, you give a breakdown of Aries. It's very fire, creativity. Is there anything else you'd like to share about that sign? And then, can you kind of go through the list if you don't mind, just to give people a basic? Like, oh, if yeah. this is their I first mean, time listening to anything about astrology. Oh, certainly. Um, with Aries, uh you know, like I said, it's the, it's the seed, it's a, it's the spark. You know, we always talk about um, how Aries, I, well, at least I always say, you know, they're a flame, they're a fire energy, and it is quick to burn and quick to burn out. Um, okay. So they will, you know, you'll, you'll see them come in real hot and strong and ready to do stuff. And then just as fast, they're on to the next thing like that. It, they fizzle fast. And it's mm-hmm. like, now I'm over here. And people are going, well, what, what about this project over here? And they're like, no, no, that's, that's cool. You can keep going with that, but I'm now over here. Like they are just so forward moving. Um, they're such a force. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's, that is for any, where it falls anywhere in your chart, as far as your sun, your moon, or your rising. Um, moons are just going to be more emotional. Aries moons, 
Uh, so they're going to have, you know, maybe quick tempers, um, but also they're going to get over it really fast. Oh, you know, and I, they're... how can we, and also just, I guess, letting people know what is uh, like the description of a rising, a sun and a moon? What oh, is certainly. your take on that? Uh, so your sun is the, like your core self. It's like who you are at like a base level. Um, and then your moon is your emotional side. And then your rising is actually what you present to the rest of the world. So when people meet you, a lot of the times they're meeting your rising sign um, before they, and then as they get to know you, they'll meet your uh, sun and your moon. Um, so it's, it's, uh, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> Aries. Well, I'll, I'll, give it, I'll give an example because cancer mm-hmm. okay. It takes a lot to get a very thick crab show, right? I guess we'll say. Like, I'm usually pretty cute to myself, but I'm not also one to have, like, like, I'm like, what's your astrology sign? If I ask someone how they're feeling, and they're like, okay, I'm like, I know I can feel what they're actually feeling, so I'm like, bullshit, like, let's talk Mm -hmm. about this, like, you know, so... I think that that's kind of would describe that's the Aquarius. That's my outer world where I'm like more. That is your, and... I was just going to say. Yes, totally. Go that ahead. is your Aquarius, especially when you're first meeting people like that is totally your Aquarius. They like, they are, they are drawn to uniqueness. Like they don't want to have just the same mundane conversations. You would want to have like something that like is interesting. So if you're bringing up like, Oh, Hey, tell me about this. Like you like that new, like interesting facts. So yeah, super kind con- I could superficial see... conversation kills me. It does probably. Yeah, totally. They don't like to sit there and just be like, Oh, how's the weather? How's this? How's, you know, you know, you're just like, uh, Hey, what's your sun moon rising? <laughs> Let's talk about yeah. something different. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, let me tell you about where my chakras are aligned today or not. And they're going, wait, what? And you're like, well, yeah. that's what we're talking about. I'd rather talk about this. Um, yep. So they, uh, yeah, that's, they're, they're totally meeting your Aquarius. But like you just said, your cancer also picks up on their energy, their moods. And I think you adjust to that in a way to like, they, cause cancers like to make people feel comfortable you want people to feel uh, like safe and that they can talk to you and that it's okay. Um, The other thing with that, because you put off such a strong, like cancers have this thing where you guys don't even realize that you're doing it, but you put off such a uh, comforting, safe vibe that you're going to have more people just opening up to you without even having to ask them what's going on a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of people so- treat cancers like therapists and they don't even they don't even realize what they're doing i i think the number one phrase that's said to cancers are i don't know why i'm telling you this yes oh my god yes that's so good i could be walking in my neighborhood and have not seen a neighbor for like the year and they mm-hmm. just come tell like they're just like <gasps> blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like at the store and see someone i haven't seen in six months and everything comes out i'm everything. like okay yeah and you're like okay I just said hi how you doing and yeah. they're just like here's my life story <laughs> and it always ends like well I don't know why I told you that but I feel better yeah. okay I'll keep sending the good vibes right so that's why you know with your 
cancers, you guys also have to be, you have to have protection. Like you have to be able to protect your energy because people are going to put so much on you without you asking, you know, and you're just like, Oh, Oh, that was a heavy load. Okay. Thank you. Well, have a good day. Now I have to go take this with me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but they do, they just feel safe around you. Um, so you being a double cancer, I'm sure you get that a lot then. Um, yeah, totally. But you, to where I, I prefer not to talk to people most of the time. I bet. That's also <laughs> Aquarians. They like, they, they like their um, solitude in a way. They like, they like having their own space. Yeah. When they feel overwhelmed, they're like the first ones to like uh, just disappear. There's mm-hmm. like, seriously, you could be like, turn around and you're gone. You're like, oh, wait, where'd they go? Um, <laughs> they, yep. they like the, like their own, like interests in their own, like, I need to go chill over here type energy to get away from people. Uh, sometimes, I mean, a lot of air signs are like that though. Like, cause I'm, I have the Gemini moon, Gemini rising, um, mm-hmm. which is another air sign. Uh, I, Geminis are the extroverted introverts of the zodiacs. Like we, depending on the situation, we can be again it, with this podcast. I can be very talkative, like I am now. Uh, hello, Gemini rising. I, this is what I'm presenting to the world. I can be very talkative, very charismatic, very um, funny, you know, to the rest of the world. But a lot of the times, like. And I, I'll be open to admit this. When the podcast is done, I'm probably going to go sit on the couch and just kind of re- recollect <laughs> myself. Yeah, um, yeah I feel that. We we expend a lot of energy um, when we are extroverted that we have to then equal it out and be introverted for a while. Um, so, yeah, like that I, could I be totally the twin understand that. Too. Yeah, the twin balance. Yeah, the, the duology with uh Gemini's is strong like we have dark and light you know as above so below like there has to be balance and we always get that like the two the two creatures on our shoulders be it angel devil or light and dark you know whatever they're always following us around like talking in our in our ears of like okay that was fun now let's go do this let's go do the exact opposite so it it's totally totally a thing with the twins um and I feel that really strong because I have it double in my big three so uh yeah I, I understand your air sign completely with your Aquarius of just being like okay I'm I'm done with that now I'm gonna go be by myself for a little while mm-hmm. uh I think most air signs are like that yeah totally I like being alone a lot and that's and then that's part of the I mean it's balanced too with me being so water and feeling it all I have to which is also with your cancer they're the homebodies they like to I I always say you know with the crab um they carry their home on their back you guys can make a home anywhere Mm -hmm. you can find a space for you anywhere like you know like even if, if you were probably even out somewhere you know that you could like go over in this area and just have like a space for you for a minute yep. like you can find that anywhere um because they're so used to do that they're very adaptable um, yeah so true so yeah like you know like we talked about with aries you know being that take charge I mean, we, we can run through the rest of the signs if you still want to 
we've already kind of touched on our signs. Um, yeah. Do you want to at least hit like the next few, at least if we have time, we can hit them all because, um, yeah, like after Aries season, you know, we hit Taurus, right? Yes. Taurus, uh, known as the bull. Uh, a lot of people say that they're stubborn. Um, but the way, uh, I've always, cause I have a couple Taurus in my life, very influential Taurus is that like, if you present a Taurus with two options, if you're like, you can have A or B, they're going to choose neither. <laughs> they're going to choose the middle and just be like, no, nah, I'm good right here. They're, they hmm. just, they have their own path. They know what they want and they will take that path and they'll do it in their own time. Like you, that, that bull, that immovable bull, you know, they just have, it's, it, I hate that sometimes they, people are like, oh, they're lazy. And it's like, I don't think, I've never met a Taurus that was lazy. They no. just do it on their own time. They are and very they, workhorse. They will get stuff done, but they're going to do it when they want to do it. And they like, like luxury and comfort. And they know, I think they're so in tuned. They just know what they want. And yes, they, they appreciate all things around them they appreciate like uh, I have a family member who's a Taurus and every time talking to him you he is just so genuine like he sees things in a way that most people don't and he'll point it out and he'll yeah. you know he he will you you could talk to like we could talk about music and he'll just really pull out all these pieces that you might not have ever noticed because they're noticing they see those details. They take the time to see that stuff. And then they'll share it with you and you're, you get like a whole new perspective on things. It's really beautiful. I love talking to Tauruses. I love that you said that um, because my youngest is a Taurus. My oldest mm-hmm. is an Aries, youngest Taurus. Um, but everyone always says Taurus is a bull. And like I, your description, your perception, that was like spot on. They do see things differently. I don't mm-hmm. think she's like bullheaded, or at least we're not there yet. Um, one of the most loving, kind, compassionate people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. She's my baby, so of course. But she mm-hmm. takes her spin on everything. It just like, it kind of almost humbles you every time she speaks. And you're like, okay. It does. Right. It does. Like, I have a lot of powerful conversations with Taurus, like, they do they just see things in a in a different light and it's almost like it's they're like the stop and smell the roses of the zodiac mm-hmm. oh and i love that yes yeah like they help you to appreciate things it's it's like if aries is the one that's planting the seed taurus is there to make it grow mm-hmm. you know they're then they're the next one in line that they step in and they you know they bring all of their resources all of their you know uh, natural like abilities, intelligence, uh, appreciation, everything. They they will bring it to the table and they'll help the that spark that was ignited by Aries. They'll they're the next one to then bring in and like cultivate it and make it grow. Love it. And then we have Gemini following Aries, Taurus, Gemini, and Gemini is air, right? And Taurus yes. is earth. Yes, and we touched we touched on it a bit throughout this with mine with meeting the Gemini Moon, Gemini Rising, um, and I said it in the beginning the whole jack of all trades. They yeah. uh, any 
uh, mutable sign. Uh, like if, if Aries is ca- cardinal, uh, Taurus is called a fixed sign. Any mutable signs like Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, Pisces, they're the ones who love to learn. Um, so they're, they're the ones that are like the thinkers, the uh, ever the student and also the teacher. They love to share what they know. Um, so a lot of the times Gemini's always dabbling in uh, anything that, that catches their eye, that, that they find intriguing. Like they will want to jump in and learn about it and add it to their list of uh, what they can offer. Um, that's something I struggle with, struggle with, but love. Like I'm always trying new things. I, I don't like to settle on just one thing or like niche, so to speak. Like I'm an artist yeah. at heart. And, you know, for the longest time I was a tattoo artist for over 12 years and I still do art to this day, even though I'm, I don't tattoo anymore. Um, but now I'm to where I'm trying all different mediums. I, you know, just never want to stop. I, love I see something on online and it's like, okay, now I want to, now I have to go hit the store and buy all those supplies so that I can try that and then move on to the next thing. Like, I just love learning new things. Do you think you'll ever tattoo again? No, I don't think so. Uh, okay. Just uh, a lot of the reasons why I left were like, you know, you're after doing it for 12 years, like your back and your hands and it's very physical. It's a very physical job and it took a lot of toll on my body. So I do miss it. I do miss it, you know, greatly. Um, but I just don't think I'll ever go back to yeah. tattooing. Now I just do, uh, like I paint a lot now. Um, so I still have my creative outlet uh, just in a different form. I love it. That is so awesome. And you're following your path and your heart and it's leading mm-hmm. you, you know, right where you need to be. Exactly. Um, and then I guess, do you... We, are you running out of time to finish the rest or do you want to end with cancer and then maybe we'll have you on for summer solstice and we can chat then more because I do want to ask you a few other questions about astrology and just like your the process of you reading natal charts and what you've learned along the way because I'm sure you've taken in so much just with your readings yeah yeah I mean we've we've touched on a lot of cancer with your yeah um, yeah. Signs. Um, yeah so we could always pick up and you know finish out the rest later that's not a problem Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll have you on again before solstice and we'll um, kind of talk astrology and I'll be done with mine and we can play with some transits and fun stuff if you're up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, okay. So what has there been anything like that you've noticed in your readings that um, surprised you or like where you had to dig a little deeper? I know that's kind of an open-ended question, but I'm sure you've seen such a wide variety that, um, you know, you've learned so much along the way? Um, I would say, because uh, with a lot of, with my natal chart reading and with, uh, I offer a smaller reading of the, just the big three, the sun, moon, rising. Mm-hmm. Um, with either one of those, I like to give, um, like, relaxation uh hints as far as what can help those signs especially your big three like what helps you um to like kind of call those signs in as a power and to help you you know in this time we all kind of need a little extra support 
Um, so I've noticed anytime I start talking about things that people can do to help relax themselves is like, uh, like key, we'll, we'll go back to, we'll go back to Taurus. I, I did a reading with a Taurus once and I had said, you know, something that could help you is like being out in nature. Um, they're, uh, they're an earth sign. So they love to connect to the earth to, uh, I mean, even just going outside, I was like, you know, just go outside, take your shoes off, walk in the grass, you know, do some grounding, stuff like that. And, and her response was like, that's actually what I do every day is I will go out into my garden and I will take a walk. And it's just like, I love those moments in readings when you just, it's like uh, all the pieces just align and you see it and the people go, yeah, that's actually what I love. And you're like, well, this is what you need to do more. Like, we need those reminders sometimes. And I love mm-hmm. seeing those pieces fit together for people. Um, that That's always just reassurance for me as a reader um, to watch, see that stuff align. And just, I, it's one of the coolest things, I think, uh, when I walk away from readings is just like, okay, that was, that was really nice, you know? You're giving them something that they can work on after the reading, something to carry yeah. on to keep them, which is beautiful. Um, yeah, because what I tell people is that, you know, when we go over your birth chart or even just your big three, when we, I'm giving you these signs to help you utilize them in your life, um, to help you, like with your chart, you know, when people find out, oh, I'm not just one sign, I'm actually 12 signs. I actually am all the signs. They all fit into our lives in different ways and in different areas. And once you like get those pieces and you can see, uh, oh, well, I, when I'm at work, I embody, you know, this sign. You can then start utilizing the aspects of those, like, or the traits that help those signs in your workspace that then you it's like you you get these keys to unlock uh tools to help you in life and that's what I love to like give people in these readings like it isn't just oh you're you know cancer's in your third house so it means this I try to give people like use these things to help you you know, third house is communication. If you're a cancer, you know, like you can use this when you're communicating with people or how you learn or, you know, stuff like that. I love being able to open those doors for them. And then also like with this being Aries season and the beginning of the astrological new year, depending on your sign and what your chart looks like, you might not have any like planets in the um, first house, right? Like there are certain ways where different seasons different months will affect you differently depending on your sign um which is a a good way to look at it is like in an overall in an overall oh well yeah even how your chart lays out you know Aries is more than likely probably not even going to be in your first house um so you know you could even see where it falls um you might not have planets in that house but it doesn't mean it doesn't affect you planets are there to help help us so the planets yeah they're supporters so even if they don't have do you uh planets there doesn't mean that it might not still resonate right right 
Um, do you ever get into North Node, South Node? Yes. I okay. in my in my full birth chart readings, yes. I do North Node, South Node. I do some of the um asteroids as well. Um I also Chiron. Chiron's huge. Chiron I was gonna was ask like, about that, yeah. Yeah, when I first learned about Chiron, like uh It's like damn it. It's about the it's about the only word I can describe yeah. when uh when I learned about that and how it affects us. It I was shook for sure. <laughs> like that's such a powerful placement in your chart and finding it because it's the, okay. So for Chiron, for those people who don't know is our wounded healer. It's what we try to uh, within our lives heal within us, but also help others with Um, Mm -hmm. it's kind of an area that we focus on um, not only internally, but externally. Um, It's a big lesson in life for a lot of us. So yeah. Chiron, Chiron's a po- powerful, powerful uh, placement. Um, but yeah, I also, like I said, I do, I do um, some of the asteroids. I also do, you know, Black Moon Lilith. I do White White Moon Selena. Um, I try to. It isn't just the main your main ten planets, um, but I do bring in some of the other uh, aspects as well. Oh, I love that. What's your North and South node? Do you, you know offhand? I'm sure, right? Oh, uh, you know, it's actually, I will be honest, it's been a minute since I've even looked at my own chart. Um, so I can, I can pull it up as to where mine oh, is. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I'm so sorry. I was just wondering. No, so- no, no. I, I, a lot of the times I focus a lot, like I know where my Chiron is. I know where my, uh, you know, my, my Juno is, I know where my Vesta is, you know, but it's the, the nodes. Um, my nodes are actually in my first and seventh house. I have North Node in first house and uh, South Node in seventh. That's cool. I am also North Node Cancer, and I also have Mercury in Cancer. So I'm like super. I have a few stelliums, or um, like I, I have a few. Yeah. Every time someone looks at my chart, they're like, um, "Yeah, I have a stellium powerful. in my seventh house." Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Um, well, what else can um? Can you tell us about astrology? Is there anything else you would like to here? I know we're getting close on time and I would love to have you back on in the summer where we can dig into some of the other signs and um, touch on the importance of solstice and all that jazz. Oh uh, yeah. I think, I think it's important for uh, a lot of people to even just know their big three. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they just start there um, on their astrological journeys, it's going to open up so much. It's going to tell them so much about themselves because a lot of people, like I said earlier, um, when you're reading these zodiacs, you know, these astrology reports or, you know, you're just reading your sun sign. A lot of the times you're going, yeah, but, you know, this does hit, but, you know, sometimes I'm not always like that. And then when you find out those two other key placements as far as your moon or your rising, then it just, you're like, oh, wait, so that's why, that's why I feel this. That's why. I, you know, my, I, my emotional state is like this, or that's why, you know, when people say they meet me, they get this energy off of me and not, you know, the other, like it, it's such a eye-opening uh, experience when you learn those big three that I think that would be like the most important uh, thing for me with astrology is when people learn those. I agree because I often, like if you read your horoscopes or mm-hmm. like I, that's something I like to do. I also read Aquarius a lot of the time because it happens to be like they 
are interchangeable. Um, yeah. So it just, yeah. And um, sometimes I take away a little bit more than I do from my rising sign than I do my sun, depending on what's going on in my life. Which makes sense because that is, so your rising sign, it, that is where, that's why we need like the time you were born because that's the minute that, mm-hmm. that you took your first breath, that where you were introduced into the world, that's the sign you were brought in, in through. So that's how you see the world. That's how you interpret the world. So if you connect more to your Aquarius when you're reading these things, that makes absolute sense because that's almost the lens that you see the world through. Mm-hmm. So true. Fun fact, guys, when I was like 18, I got a tattoo on my back and it's like a Chinese symbol, but it means unique. <laughs> Not until this podcast where we were talking about the Aquarius I was like, oh, that's probably why I got that tattoo. <laughs> then that aligns perfectly then. Yeah. <laughs> Aquarians, you guys are like a horse of a different, of, of its own color. Like Perfect. you have your own style. Uh, there is no like, y- you can always point out an Aquarius in the crowd. And I love it because you guys just are so uniquely you and not, in, not in a bad way, not in a weird way. Not, I'm not saying that at all. Like you could just, you can spot them. And I just think that you, all of you are just beautiful creatures. Like I have uh, like my father-in-law is an Aquarius. Like he is so uniquely him. And I love that. I love it. And then do you have favorite signs or do you have ones that you lean to? Well, as or avoid. As a, well, as a Gemini rising, I attract a lot of Sagittarians. Um, okay. Because that's, you know, so in my, whatever's in your seventh house is actually what uh, you attract a lot. That's where a lot of like, you're going to find a lot of your partnerships with. So for the longest time, I was just surrounded by Sagittarians and, uh, like it's it's an energy that I love and I understand but it's also an energy that like can bring out things in me that like I wouldn't normally bring out in myself like it it, they're they're challenging one so it's like I love them but then it's also like mm, yeah I see what you guys are saying and I hear it and it's true but I (laughs) it's like no but I love, I love, as a Gemini, I love their, uh, Sagittarians, I love their humor. I love, like, we always get along. But I, I just, they also challenge me. And I think, but that's what we need in life. We need to have right. that, that challenging opposite energy. So I, I attract a lot of Sagittarians in my life. Um, I don't know about you. I mean, you're, you're Aquarius. So you would attract, um what a lot of leos i my son is a leo but i don't have a lot of other leos no okay no i will what i will share i do typically a lot of cancer virgo yeah a lot of virgos yeah and a lot of cancer like it's weird they come and come and go in my life quite often my husband's Hmm. a cancer as well so um yep like Ashley Dauphine's a cancer. I think, yeah. you know, it is true when they say opposites attract. So like our sons are opposites and it, it does work. Like I'm Capricorn, yeah. she's cancer. So 
uh, we've met a lot of each other. We've met actually, we've actually more and more, we've met a lot more cancer Capricorn couples. It's been really weird. Like a lot of people we talk to have been like other couples have been cancer Capricorn. I love that. My sister is a Capricorn and she's probably my best, like we're close. So, Mm -hmm. um, and we understand each other on a level like other people don't. Right. But you can also, they're the first to get, you know, to push too. Yep. Anytime you have that opposite energy, it's because they're going to bring out that stuff in you. That's their job. That's, you know, and that's, that's probably what all of my Sagittarian friends would probably say about me with my Gemini. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, they're like, mm-hmm. I love her. And then sometimes, you know, she can be a handful. I can. I will say yeah. I can. <laughs> I, love I love it. That I love with, it. With, you know, so right now we're in Aries season. So Aries, their, their opposite is Libra, Libras. You know, so a lot, you might, anybody out there might, you know, who's an Aries, you might, Aries, especially Aries risings, you might see that you attract a lot of Libras in your life. That's cool. I really never knew that correlation before. I'm going to have to start paying more attention for sure. Yeah. Once, once uh, that door gets opened, you're like, oh man, does that make sense now? Yeah. I do notice there's quite a few of the same signs, um, but then not a lot of others, but I'm all good with that for now not not saying that other signs don't still work together like right 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 you know that that's totally but it just it a lot of the times with the opposites they come in patterns I feel Mm -hmm. they do yeah totally well thank you so much for being on the podcast I'm so grateful for you taking time out to do this and I love hearing all about like the way you read charts and your interpretation is totally different than other people that I've had on and I love it because so much of what you said resonated with the Aries and the Taurus and the people I know mm-hmm. who, um, you know, I look at in that way. So um, I hope to definitely have you on again for summer. We can hit into some other signs and talk a little more. And I would love to also get a reading with you. Can you let the listeners know where to find you? You have a website and an Instagram and whatever you'd like to share. And then I'll also copy everything in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Well, I mean, first, yes, thank you for having me on. This has been a lot of fun. I could talk about astrology and zodiacs all day. Um, again, Gemini. Um, but <laughs> uh, as far as where you guys can find me, um, I work for the Grove Apotheca. Um, so if you go to thegroveapotheca.com, uh, the dot com, if you go under the Work with Me tab, you'll see the astrology link there for my readings. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. I am the Grove underscore astrology. And then we also have an Etsy page, which is the Grove Apotheca, where a lot of like our Zodiac uh, bracelets are there, our readings. And I also offer a custom uh, big three bracelet. So I make custom uh, jewelry for people and that try to help them with their big threes. Ooh, I have a question. Do you uh, recommend crystals for signs? And do you, are you doing yeah. any of that stuff? Yep, I put those in my readings as well. Um, under the under the traits of your big three, I give um, crystals that help. Uh, like I said, the relaxation techniques. Uh, sometimes I'll give like oil, like essential oils. If you work with those, I also give yoga poses, uh, like stuff like that. I like to give all sorts of things, uh, little little tidbits that people might not know at, will actually help their um, big three signs. Oh, I love that! I love that. Okay. 
That's so cool. Yeah, we'll definitely have to get more into the crystals too, because I feel like whatever you're like, you're, t- you're naturally drawn to it without mm-hmm. even knowing it. Oh, certainly. Uh, I mean, I'm a Capricorn. I'm a January baby. And my birth sign is Garnet. And for the longest time, I was just like, you know, I wonder, should I be carrying this? And when I looked up what Garnet actually meant, um, as far as the crystal properties, it is 100% what every Capricorn should be carrying. And Aquarius, too. Uh, That's also the stone for Aquarius is Garnet. Um, But it 100% should be carrying it. And I do all the time. I have... I have a whole post on my Instagram about, I even show all the ones that are mine. And I, it's like two handfuls of garnet because I have them everywhere now. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh, cool. Well, I definitely can't wait to chat again. Thank you so much. um, Thank you. Being on here. And remember everyone, when you awaken you, you remember you. Namaste. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.